always get this part confused. I have my notes, Sim. <laughs> I have my notes. Um, go on, Mike. I think you're about to give Wait, me a compliment oh. potentially. On airplane mode. Oh yes, airplane mode. That's on. Sim being a dick. I'd never put mine on airplane mode. I like to challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. He's, he's your flight attendant. Yes. <laughs> Sim is exactly your, what I am. And Sim I'm, is your I'm his Alec like, Baldwin. You... <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, can I tell the Uber story? Yes, yes, please do. Wait, can you first introduce our lovely guest here? Hey, everyone, dear sweet listeners, we have Mike Berbiglia on the show tonight. And I'm so thrilled. Uh, I love his movie. I love his work. I've been a big fan of yours. When I told everyone at work today at Mom that you were on the show, everyone went, what? Really? Yeah. And so, uh, and and my brother, too. I spoke to him earlier. And just know that you are loved. That makes me feel so good because I always feel terrible in Los Angeles. And I feel like I'm universally disliked by show business. (laughs) Really? I just feel that way because I feel like in this town... It's hard to not feel like a commodity. Like you, you're viewed as how much you're worth to your agents and lawyers and managers at any given moment. And then I often just feel like, like I make independent films, and one person shows like I'm not worth much to anybody. Well, know that that's not true, but also know <laughs> that um, that I I have definitely sometimes I felt like an aging thoroughbred. Mm-hmm. In this town where... Which is hilarious, <laughs> of course. <laughs> where it does feel because like... You're not aging. I don't well, think you've aged since I've seen you. You might you might need glasses. A film. But, um, Your first film, I don't... How many years ago? My wife and I reference you constantly from Lost in Translation. Constantly. As a matter of fact, the part of Don't Think Twice where they... And I've never said this in an interview, and I... I'm almost embarrassed because it's almost like a rip in some ways. The part where they meet um, the girl, who, the woman who's on a, on Weekend Live at the bar. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, yeah, I follow you on Twitter. He's like, I follow you on Twitter. And and like there's like a spark between Keegan's character and the woman who's on Weekend Live at the bar. That's like a little bit ripped from that Lost in Translation ah, scene. Interesting. I because can my, see that now. Because my wife and I obsess over like that's such a true-to-life dynamic that you guys have in that moment. And it's like, the way you guys play it is so real and oh. so painful. <laughs> it was, that was a real, that, that, this is a long conversation, but that, that playing that role was, um, I was, I was pretty new in town and I got cast in, in that role and I, I was sort of floored, more than floored, that I actually got cast in it. And, um, and then when I, got to japan i felt like oh my god i'm i'm so huge everyone's everyone's playing their characters way down here oh, on these, and, and i thought like i am not a part of this movie oh my god that's so and funny. but I, I so i was still sort of adjusting to um the idea of of who i was the position wise in yeah. the in the movie because it hadn't been fully explained to me that i was like I wanted to be atrocious and yes. obnoxious, but I also um, I sort of had empathy for her, and um, as I do all kind of the characters, I get I hope that I play. And anyway, whatever. We don't need to talk about my performances. The 
people, our sweet listeners will get mad. No, be no like, what do you mean? You never why would they get mad? They're tuning Aren't in they to hear about because you. Because they love right, you already? They are, yeah, exactly. I know, but I... And that was their buy-in. The, <laughs> <laughs> the buy-in is they like you, and then the double-down is they love you. <laughs> but, it, you know, I really felt, I felt really vulnerable making that movie because I knew that the that playing a character that was going to be um, mocked and that was the job of the end. Right. Um, I feel that way a lot. <laughs> well, I feel that way in Trainwreck because I play Amy's brother-in-law who's yeah. like kind and of you're a loser. Amazing. Yes. And it would be tough because every day at work, Amy, who's an amazing improviser and person, would be like, you're a loser in like a thousand different improvised ways that after a while, don't feel so improvised. <laughs> and she, I would come home to my wife and I'd be like, am I a boring loser? And my wife would be like, you're not boring. <laughs> and I was like, that's not the first full sentence. <laughs> no, but it, it... But you felt like that a little bit. I did. I did. I felt sort of widely hated. And then after the movie came out and became such a huge, huge success, I, um, I was so proud to be a part of it. But one, I did have one moment of victory. Um, I was at like... Ralph's and the checkout guy said. By the way, you didn't. Sorry to burn you on your own show. You didn't have one victory. <laughs> Thanks. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, it was it. Of was like one of the most victory. popular films of the last twenty years. <laughs> exactly. You have an awesome part, and you didn't have one victory. It's true. That's true. And I'm leaving. <laughs> but uh, this checkout guy said, "Um, I thought you were the only likable character in that movie." Oh my god, that's so funny. And wow. I felt like, oh, he, he heard that. Poor obnoxious character, and he somehow related to her. And I just, oh, it was, it just felt so good. It's sweet, but even like, all, I feel like all of your comedy is very vulnerable and true, even when it's outside of yourself. Like, even like how, Thanks. like, my, I feel like the greatest gift that my mom gave me is that my mom is, she's not a comedian, but she's like willing to be the joke. Like she's willing, like if people like goof on oh her, like God. she plays into it and she heightens Bless the game. Her heart. And I feel like you're like that. that that's me you, on this podcast, by the way. Yeah, like <laughs> she modeled it after Sim. But does she ever <laughs> she feel bad if if people if like the family's around at Thanksgiving dinner? Does it and people are sort of ragging on her? Does she ever feel like I might go into the kitchen and cry, or is she? I think she's comfortable enough in her own skin that like she. She's just kind she, of a beloved family member who's, she kind of owns the, what does the, she beta, do? the beta role in the family. What does she do that's like, that people rag on her about? She'll be like, like one of the things that, <laughs> like, uh, she'll, like, instead of saying like, like the phrase like hell, she'll say like, like fun. She'll be like, like when like I was a kid, like, like, yeah, it's like an old timey <laughs> saying. So like when I was a kid, it would be yeah. like, like fun, you're going to the mall. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, like fun, go to the mall. Orange Julius, bowling, fun. But, uh, but you know, we would make, we make fun of like phrases she says and things like that. But she like really sticks to her guns and she just is who she is, which I'll compliment you again to say like that. I feel like that's what I try to do with my comedy. I try to like leave the vulnerabilities on the outside to sometimes be the joke of things. I mean, certainly my character in Don't Think Twice is ridiculous. Like, Miles is, like, he's, like, bitter, and he's a womanizer, and he's all these things that are, like, 
unlikable, but like you said, you try to find the humanity in the character, so you love. But you're, but House Bunny's like that too. It's like you're willing to be this kind of outrageous character, but in a way that we relate to. Well, thank you for saying that. But I do think one of my early lessons in Hollywood was the only way that at least if I wanted to pursue comedy was the idea of, of um, abandoning vanity and yeah, like absolutely. sort of and just like okay I'm gonna make an ass out of myself and one of my I made the mistake early on of of reading reviews of oh it's this brutal movie and one of the reviews was like I think that Ferris is as dumb as she acts oh my god no and um but I but the positive That's a compliment. Yeah, like like you I had to them. I had to sort you of tr- I would clearly still remember it and I'm clearly still bitter. Yeah. But um <laughs> but I had to sort of warp it around in my head of like okay, if I don't embrace the idea of of sincerity of character yeah. and and embracing sort of the I don't know, flawed personality um then I'm not going to be doing my job well and I won't get a ton of reward and also this is the only way I guess I can make money because I certainly nobody's cast me as like the brooding um you know girl who's you know who's um wandering around Czechoslovakia in search of a lost love I'm still waiting for that I had that I'll cast you as that as as soon as I write it okay perfect it's gonna be super hysterical that's a great great plot somebody's gonna jump on that I just need a lot of good lighting (laughs) Um, but I I had that with uh, Trainwreck where my hometown newspaper the Boston Globe called me uh, Brie Larson's blob of a husband oh my god you're kidding me blob that's not even complimentary describing food Like if you were like, that's a blob of mashed potatoes, you'd be like, not so fast. That is a flourish of mashed potatoes. Uh, It's rough. Reviews are rough. Reviews are rough. But you've been getting some incredible reviews. So don't think twice has like, what, 100% Rotten Tomatoes? Yes. And it's such is a that, fucking is that, is great that like movie. A, is that a record? It has to be a record. It, Tied yes. for a record, right? How many other movies have 100%? You, you, you're there. You're right at the top it's gotta, of every movie of all time. Yeah, I feel lucky about Don't Think Twice. Like, I feel like it's one of those, and you've probably had this with projects where you're like, well, like, there's so many ways for movies not to work. Yeah. Like, they can work, they can not work so many ways, and then, like, every once in a while you have one, and I feel like that way about this is, like, the cast worked, everyone loved each other, the crew oh worked, everyone loved each other, everyone knew each other's name, they, they liked coming to work, and it just worked. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't know if it'll happen again. Watching your movie, which is hysterical and unbelievably moving and touching i had that feeling of extreme i had like a tidal wave of jealousy i was like man you were telling me that too during the during the conversation really really want to be in this movie i really want to play with these people they're so talented and it's so so it's so moving and such as like the artist's story and especially in comedy and um so anyway Thanks. now i'm well, really mad you're too you're would you cast at, me well, at, too, would you ever cast the, me in the future but in the in the pre in in the past i couldn't because you're you're too famous oh i love uh, you for saying that but i know oh that's really kind of you to say i think that's that's the most generous thing anyone's ever said well i always say like might be very untrue i always say like (laughs) i got to i got to work with chris gethard and tammy sager but like if i had made it in the studios they would have been like so we're thinking claire danes and john cryer 
you know, and I'd have to be like, okay, you know, like, like I wanted to make it real people who were lesser known folks in that universe. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of like the movie, I mean, honestly, like kind of like the movie once, which is like one of my, favorite one of my favorite movies, movies of all yeah. time. John and then, Carney. Yeah. Amazing. And then I feel like I get away with it a little bit with, uh, Keegan being famous because he, you want him to be. You expect you want, that he's a guy exactly. to get the the the. And then you're uh, like, he should get we, it. Yeah, Weekend Live. When he gets right. Weekend Live, when he gets the yeah. Saturday Night Live equivalent, you're like, yeah, he should. He's the guy he's that should get one of the greatest it. sketch comedians of all time. Right. But it makes it, sense. And everyone plays their role so beautifully because um, even though he sort he leaves your troupe, um, everyone there's so much love between everybody. You really root for the troop and for the idea of a creative family in general. Yeah, and um, it's 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 really moving. But if if we work together, I'm gonna do what I did with this cast, which is I'm gonna call you. I'm okay. gonna go around your agent and I'm gonna call you. Yes, and I'm gonna please say, do. I need you to fly yourself to New York three weeks early and rehearse scenes off the books. Oh my god, and it'd be so much fun. We did like improv workshops together. We did all these like bonding Wait, exercises. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, See, that. by the way, she would love that. She would completely love that. That's all she likes to do. And we're gonna do some improv with you later on, but that's what she loves. She does it when whenever we're not recording, she's doing improv with people just because that's what she oh, loves so to obnoxious do. Is what it is. I do. Yeah, oh, I that's like what I'm all how about. did you get? How did you assemble this cast? How did you know this is the cast that you wanted? What was the process like? Well, Keegan, well, Chris and Tammy are people I improvise with at UCB all the time, and so I had them in mind. But like I said, I had to. We would have readings at my house, and like I had like ten readings of the script, like different stages over the course of like a year or so. Mm-hmm. And Chris and Tammy would always read those parts, and I would be, have to be like, "You might not. I might not be able to cast you." Because we don't have financing yet. Right. So I don't know if they're going to let me, whoever it is, is going to let me. It was nice you were honest with them, though. I know. Because well, that's I've, always a hard thing, yeah, too. It's brutal. It's like, yeah, how I've, do you incorporate your, yeah. Yeah, it's rough. But, and then, and then there was that. And then Keegan was the next one where I was in like a Key and Peel kind of rabbit hole. You know what that's like, where you just can't get out. You're just like, <laughs> I can't leave. You can't, it's so addictive. Key and Peel universe. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, um, Gillian Jacobs was a recommendation and same with Kate McCucci with, uh, Garfunkel and Oates. I was like, I love that show. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, she's, she's unbelievable. So, she and Ricky yeah. Lindholm do an amazing job together. Yeah. I was like, that's so, what she is is so specific. Mm-hmm. And then she does those drawings in real life. And so I was like Googling her and being like, what if instead of a novelist, she's a graphic novelist. And I called Ira Glass, my producer. And I was like, what would you think? And I showed him these links. I was, what do you think if it's. Like these drawings, instead of you know Allison just being a novelist, and he was like, "Yeah, of, of course that's what it should fucking be. Like, of course it should be." And I was like, "I didn't know you didn't like it before. Like, why? Why so aggressive?" Um, but yeah, so so then that, and then and with Gillian, it was Lena Dunham recommended her because she had worked with her on Girls, and was like, "She is Samantha. Like, she terrific. is the part." And I was like, I'd never seen her play a part like that. She always plays outside of herself. And and then she put herself on tape in her living room, that final scene between her and Jack, which yeah. I won't give away. But it's pretty heartbreaking. Amazing scene. It's so way. heartbreaking. Yeah. And it's like her in her living room and it like it like made me choke up like seeing it. My wife and I like watching yeah. it being like, uh, she has to do this. And so yeah, I got kinda lucky like that everybody was just like cool and kinda got it. 
That's not luck. That's you. It's not. It is luck, though, right? Because no. you've probably been on some movies where everyone is good except a couple people. Yes, but but I do think that I always resent it when people sort of throw that term in there because it really is. It comes from the top, the leadership, and it also comes from creating great characters, knowing, uh, like, you know, knowing, trusting your gut. And and have and hiring great people and working with great people, that's not luck. That's that's just that's the that's the magic. That's the rare magic that happens in, uh, on occasion here in right in Hollywood. And that's why we're all mm-hmm. here. And yeah, um, and I just love your movie so much. But yeah, I totally had movie envy. I was like, <laughs> I listen. I would like to be in Jason Bourne. Sure. Sure. Um, firing guns, riding on motorcycles, <laughs> making a fucking shit ton of money. <laughs> but what I really want to do is be a part of an improv troupe. <laughs> if you ever are don't in, think thrice. Don't think thrice. The squeak wall. <laughs> it won't be your first squeak wall. But uh, but <laughs> I'm gonna be fired from like yes. the SNL, you know, counterpart. Yeah. And uh, come to your improv troupe, desperate. That seems good. I'm a heroin addict. I like it. I like it. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you come to New York, you can, we have a regular improv show at UCB Theater in Chelsea. Yeah. Um, for a while, I was doing it every Wednesday lately because of the movie. I've been out of town, but when you come to town, you should improvise with us. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing! Be amazing I would love but to I would, see I would UCB. be so terrified. I it's there's nothing to be afraid of because the audience paid five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that there's nothing to be afraid of. They pay five dollars. It can be terrible, and yeah. they're still like, "Well, it's only that was five cool." Bucks. Anna Ferris was there. <laughs> but don't you think like as as long as you're as long as you have like, like a, I would pay five dollars just to see you like fumble? walk around like like Gristini's shopping for like mangoes. I'd be like, yeah, I pay five dollars for that. These aren't ripe. <laughs> That's good. Where do who do I pay? I'm taking out my wallet. Uh, Mom, mm. how do I test what a mango's ripe like? How <laughs> do I fucking cut them open? I'm constipated, Mom. <laughs> Where do I pay? <laughs> Who do I pay, Sam? I'm just, pay I just, I'm always an awful person. I wanted to say my Uber up oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Might cut, you might cut this out, but I, my Uber up here, did you guys hear this? Was Wait, what happened with your Uber? So he goes, so she goes, <laughs> we're going up and up the hills, and it's like becoming. I like, like it that it, it's up and up. Well, I've been with my 15 month old daughter all day, so it's like, <laughs> up, up, up. <laughs> we're going to the beach. That's the ocean. The waves come in and they go out and they go in. And then I meet adults in the world and I still talk like that. But uh, no, we're going up, up, up into the hills. And uh, and my Uber driver goes, uh, do you live here? 
And I go, no, no. She goes, what are you doing here? And I go, uh, my friend lives here. And she goes, is he famous? <laughs> and I go, this is where I, I fumbled. I go, I don't think so. <laughs> Which is a dead giveaway that you're lying. I don't think my friend is famous <laughs> and then i go to cover for it i go i think he might be very well off <laughs> it's the worst like there's nothing worse than like talking to uber driver and like they know you're lying <laughs> yeah but why the grill i know why the grill la la uber drivers what's the difference between new york and la uber drivers new york new york uber drivers are they're they're focused. They're trying to go to their destination. They're trying to get there fast. They're trying to hit yeah, a lot, hit yeah. a lot of fares. L. A. Uber drivers. Look, I'm just trying. I'm not doing this full time. I'm just trying to be yes. a country singer. You know, and you're <laughs> in like, L. A. Oh, that's yeah. You're like, oh, that's so funny because I hate country music, and I want to just go to my destination and not talk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of like yeah. it, I LA have a script. Uber, a lot I of, got a script. I got a script for you. I've been working on a script really hard. Today, today, should my, I be your Uber driver? All right, let's yes. do this. We're yes. gonna get into it right now. Okay, you, you knew so we were gonna do some improv. Right? So, go, okay, so wait, you're going to uh, let's say you're going to MTV for yes, um, for general an, for general. <laughs> um, okay, what's your name? Is you, are you still Mike? Yeah, sure. Okay. It's the only part I play in movies. Okay. Uh, what's my name? I'm an Uber driver. I'm a young, aspiring screenwriter. My name is going to be, let's just say Angie. Mm, hey. No, that's not like quite uh, aspiring. It needs to be a little, a little more. My name is Angie, but I'm going to go by Andy? Angelina. Okay. Hi. Uh, Mike? For Mike? Hi. Yes. Hi, Angelina. Hop on back. Uh, thanks. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, I'm staying here on the uh, beach. My wife and I are staying with friends cool. on the beach, and that's nice. Where are you going? Um, Let me just type in an address. It's... Uh, 1300... Yeah. Uh, Colorado. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that's MTV, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've dropped people off there before. That's oh, really okay. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Is really cool. Is it hard to... Maneuvers? No, 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 no. It's no. It's totally easy. It's totally easy. Oh, great! Yeah, I've actually been there before. I hope you have your ID with you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Pretty tight I, I'm, security. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. What are you? Um, do you do you grow up here? Or? No, no. But I am a screenwriter. Oh, I'm not an aspiring actress, but I am a screenwriter. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's it is really cool. It's really cool. You know. Um, I write what I know and, um, sort of just Sorry, I just have this. to take this oh. call. Okay, that's cool. Hey, how's it going? Um, hi, Una. Hi, Una. Hi, it's Dada. It's Dada. Hi. Oh, do you mind buckling up your seatbelt? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Hold on, honey. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, um, hi, honey. I'm Dada's coming home soon. Tell her I said Hi. <laughs> That's the Angelina says hi. That's the Uber driver. Hi. Her, her name's Angelina. Um, oh, no, she, we're so, not. No, I don't know her. No, it's so cute. No, it, no, it's oh my god, my, that's so cute. No, it's not my friend. Aww. I. It's just no. I. I just got in the Uber. She's just like talking to me yeah. a lot, and it's, it's hard for. 
I'll call so you. So cute. Oh my God. Can I see a pic? <sighs> I'll call you. How old? I'll call you later, honey. Oh, my God. How cute. Is it so okay. great being a dad? You sound I'll, like a really good dad. Okay, honey. I'll, I'll, you are, like, kind of the best dad. I, oh, no, you're you married? Oh, my God. So you're not unfaithful at can all? I, can I call you later? All right. End scene. I want to tell a story based on that, which is <laughs> I was once in, I was doing a gig in Northern California and um, in, like, a remote town, and I forget which town it was. It was maybe, like. Eureka. It was, it was like Eureka or San Luis Obispo. It was like a, a small town, and I and I was flying to New York City through Los Angeles. So it was like a, a puddle jumper to Los Angeles, and then to New York. And I, the flight was canceled, like often they are in these small towns. And I, I instinctually ran to the Avis rent a car. Because I was like, I just, I'll just drive to Los Angeles. I love it that was your instinct, Avis. Yeah, yeah. I got to go to Avis, like OJ. <laughs> um, is that the OJ one? That is. That is the OJ. <laughs> oh, no, no, hurts, hurts. Hurts, hurts, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so I run to the thing, and I get to... Never told this story before. I've always wanted to tell this on stage in some capacity, but never quite cracked it. But it's like, I, I'm, I end up in line, and I'm the last car available. It's like the run on cars. It's like the run on the mm-hmm. banks from from It's a Wonderful Life. You know, it's like yes. everyone's like rushing to Avis and like, car, please, car, please, car, give me a car. <laughs> Look at here, see, I need a car. <laughs> and uh, and then and I get I get the last car, and this woman behind me is like, "Are you going to Los Angeles?" And I was like, "Yes." She goes, "Can I go with you?" Oh boy, oh my and god! I, I just go, sure. Like, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? I would have done the same thing. So I'm driving with this complete stranger to Los Angeles, like four hours. That's a long time. A long drive with a complete stranger who has no credentials, no background checks. And my wife calls. Oh, God. And Yeah, it's like our scene. That's why I stopped. I go, she goes, what's going on? I go, I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you broke on that because it's so extreme. <laughs> she goes, "What's going on?" I'm dri- okay. My flight was canceled. I'm driving to Los Angeles. Meet yep. Megan. Yes, <laughs> and she's cool. And it's like who's- she's also like 340 pounds. Don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> she goes, "No, sorry. But I'm glad you brought. I'm glad you brought that up because I because what else do you do? You can't be like, yes, yeah, sorry, sorry." So she go my my. I go. I'm in this car. Uh, there's only one car, um, and I wasn't gonna throw her under the bus right. and be like she forced me to drive with her. Oh man, like, this I had is to a be pickle. Like, I had to be like I was in the back of the line. This woman and I were in the back of the line together. Like uh, she's in the fucking car when I'm explaining the story, so <laughs> I had to diplomatically say it as though she's in the right, also, which she's not. <laughs> And I go, so she's, she and I are driving four hours together in a car. And my wife goes, is she pretty? And I had to be like, we're on speaker. It's like, yes, she is. Oh, God. Yes, she is. Oh, this is is so hard. She is very pretty. And it's like, literally, it might as well be the script of what you say <laughs> when you're cheating on your wife. <laughs> Literally, like, you're, like, fumbling. You're like, um, uh, I was in the back of the Avis line, and I shared a car with this lady, and she's gorgeous. 
So were you hesitant to answer the phone when you saw your wife was calling? Because I would have been super hesitant <sighs> yeah, if but I, Chris I, was calling. I would have been like, oh, God, oh, God, this is not going to look great. Yeah, but I find, like, the politics of phones with your spouse is so awkward inherently because it's like this thing of, like, you don't want to leave it ringing like nine rings. It's like, why right. wouldn't you pick it up? Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's right. like, and then there's a problem if you're on the other line and you don't pick up and they know you're on the other line. That's a whole. Did you thing. ever? Did you ever that's, think about? You're so right. Did you ever think about prophylactically calling your? Why did you use the word prophylactically? <laughs> <laughs> just calling her as like a preventative measure first, and just saying, hey, by the dude, way, dude, I'm not we. we that was not on the table. We were in a rental car immediately trying to catch a flight in Los Angeles. So we were like burning rubber out of there. Next thing you know, my wife's calling and then I got to pick up. I, there's nothing I can do. So wait, can I ask you, did you enjoy this woman's company? Yes, or did good you question. find her? I actually did. She had a good story about her sister. I, I'm not giving her away because I actually don't know her name. And so I'm not like telling tales out of school. She had this great story about her sister being in a cult in California. That's actually. pretty cool. And and that she had cut off the entire family and they couldn't get in touch with her. Oh my god. And it was like an hour of that. And it was like it was kind of like one of those like stories that's pretty cool. This is yeah, cool. yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. So it was like this really in depth story about this about her sister. I mean I feel terrible. It sucks. It, I mean, it's a sad story, but it also was pretty entertaining as far as I have no stake in the in the outcome. Um, oh man, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I can't yeah, say yeah. to my wife when I get there, like right, I met this woman; she was enthralling <laughs> and gorgeous. <laughs> so, and by the way, my wife is like literally, and I say this all the time. She, her observation was the thing that spawned the film. She's a you know producer on the film, like she's. A brilliant mind and gorgeous, like a bombshell, literally, is like the per, the most gorgeous, sexually appealing person I've ever known in my life. So I don't, I feel comfortable telling this story. That said, it sucks calling your wife and telling her that you're driving a complete stranger who is gorgeous and interesting <laughs> in California for no reason that makes sense. And was she ever? <laughs> was she ever upset? Was your wife ever ruffled by? Were there, her feathers ruffled by? We got it? past it. Oh, um, wait, so there was like a little bit of a tiff. Well, there's a little bit of like, I mean, we weren't married at the time, and I feel like early in relationships, and my wife and I, and I, you know, I, it's, I, talk, I talk about this in my special, um, my girlfriend's boyfriend a bit, but like early in our relationship, she, my wife and I were both like, when we were dating, we were both like, this is not exclusive, like weird, this is not serious. Like we were both like hostile to being in love. Like falling in love and like because you felt it would make you vulnerable, like exactly. most people do. Exactly, and both of us were just like, "This isn't anything," and like we had that. Jake Johansson has this great joke. I, I remember opening for him like when I was starting like fifteen years ago, and he has this great joke that literally has almost no punchline, but it's just a great, like almost a like a one word joke, which is he goes, "So uh, I, I'm in love." Fuck. And that's the whole joke. And I just, I feel like I've experienced that a couple times in my life where you're just like, oh man, you must, have, you must have experienced that when you fell in love with yeah, Chris. Yeah, well, of course. Like you, you feel powerless 
over your own emotions and that is that is but you know i guess that's a story of life and you know we're lucky if we get to feel that that's the give and take of it yeah yeah you get more than than you give for that but it also is kind of like okay i'm powerless like you said Um, okay, so now we are going to transition into a couple things. If you're ready, Sim, are you ready? I'm ready. Of course I'm ready. I'm okay. always ready. Sim, by uh, the way, thanks. On the Keegan episode, thanks for complimenting Sleepwalk with me. It's really sweet. Oh, yeah. Wow. Really oh, my sweet. God. That's one of... We We've love been that. Yeah. huge you... fans of yours forever. Thanks. That movie is incredible. It's incredible, thanks. and I've been listening to you on This American Life for a long time, oh, and you're thanks. unbelievable. And I have your book yeah. upstairs. Oh, my you know, God. She does have your book I upstairs. To, I didn't mean to, I kinda to wanted, invite a, a barrage of compliments. No, I just wanted know, to point that out because like, I thought it was so sweet. Do you have any idea how like how happy yes. we are to have you here? We're fans. We're like we we, we really want to invite yeah. people that we genuinely love. You know, it's because you know you know there's so many shows that you you'll go on. People don't even know I want anything about you. Or, oh, I know. What I want to yeah. say. What I want to say is, I have this joke about like general meetings in Los Angeles. Is people? Oh, oh people, good. I can't wait. People come out of meetings and and. Uh, I've always said to my friends, like, if you have, like, a great meeting, like, it's going really well, and and you want to, like, tank it, like, in a moment's notice, and people are like, I love you, I love you, I love you, just be like, can I call you when I'm lonely? <laughs> <laughs> and that meeting will end so fast. <laughs> Will you please use that I will, later? We, we've I will got, call we've, you guys we've when got I'm a, lonely. We've got a general meeting gonna... improv for you later. Okay, great, great. Okay. That seems great. Um, okay. Wait, where do you want, where do you want to go first? I feel first like I want to call the show when I'm lonely. Can I call into the show on the phone oh, when I'm lonely? Okay, I know that you're married. We love that. Please do that. That'd be amazing. But we're going to pretend like you're single. You don't have to play a character. Great. But, but. Great. Um, would this, if you were single, would these be deal breakers? Okay. Um, let's say you're on a date with a gal. Um, if they've never, if they've never seen Star Wars, not a deal breaker. Okay. Um, if their parents still subsidize their life, red flag. Oh, interesting. Red flag for me. Come on. Let, explain why. I think you know I'm <clears throat> raising a daughter right now, <laughs> and so. I feel like I'm in tuned with this idea of like, you want to be with someone and raise someone who can be self-sufficient and they don't need you ultimately. So I feel like when you're dating someone, that can't be the person that you end up with because they have some stuff to figure out mm-hmm. first. I like that. Very interesting. Okay. If she loudly proclaims she loves porn at a restaurant. I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. So now we're going to go into our first little improv, if you don't mind. Sure. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But we know that you're a genius at improv. And um, so I'll be, I'm Kayla. Okay. You are Joel. On a date? Yeah. You're a video game designer in LA. Okay. Um, we met on Tinder. Um, and um, okay. So, okay, here we go. Hey, I'm Kayla. Oh, hey, I'm 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 Joel. That's I, cool. Um, so you're a, 
it, on your profile it said you're a video game designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more interesting than that though, because it's like I actually, I'm like a tester of video games. Like I'm, I get to play them all day. It's kind of like uh, Tom Hanks's character in Big. You know how he tests out the toys. No, that movie. Oh, um, it's like um, it's yeah. kind of well. It's kind of like in broadcast news, you know, the James L. Brooks film, how they're all... I know that movie either. Well, it's like in... I'm young. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I can tell. I I won't ask how old you are, but... I'm young. Let's just say that. I'm really, really young. Yeah, no, I I get that. I get that. You Maybe you could test out some of the video games. That'd be cool. I'd like that. That's yeah. really cool that you do that. You come to work with me. And I don't want to see you like have a workplace. Yeah, do you not? What do you What do you do? Well, right now I'm screenwriting. Um, I also I'm doing a lot of different. I'm like an entrepreneur. Cool. You know, um, cool. I do lots of like I'm starting my own makeup line. I'm also um, I live with my parents right now because oh. I'm kind of helping like take care of them. You know. Right. Right. So I also <laughs> get back a lot. Um, what do you mean you get back a lot? I give back a lot, you know, like oh. to like the elderly and stuff. Um, That's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, no, I have I, a really generous spirit. My grandmother's ninety, so I try to visit her oh. more often than not. That you because know, you know because it can oh, always be the that's last so sweet. time. You know, that's sweet. That's really sweet. You you have so many interests. How do you focus your your time? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's really easy for me to focus because I have what's called a laser-focused mind. What? Yeah, I have what's called a laser-focused mind, which means that I'm easily able to like focus in like on one thing when I really want to. The problem is, when do I want to do that? That's always been my problem. Right, right. Is that a medical term or is that something that you made up? No, no, no. My therapist like told me that. Oh. Yeah. So what do you want to, <clears throat> you have so many interests, like what do you want to do long term? Like what do you want to spend all your, the majority of your time on? Well, I really want to be, um, I'd love to be a singer. Yeah. I'd love to pursue. Wow. You're a singer? My... Like that's a totally different <laughs> thing. And the other stuff you said. Have a lot of different interests. Right, right, right. It's almost like you should. No, I, I do. I'm just, you know, it's hard to pay my bills. I'm still paying off student loans from from University of Iowa. Yeah, no, I. Like, how much in debt are you? (laughs) Well, like thirty. 
Do you did you drive here or? I did. Yeah, yeah. I just I have a yeah I have a an Accord. Oh. Yeah. No. It's but it's nice. It's it's like souped up. It's yeah. it's it's not like one of the ones that like jumps up on up and down like on the wheels the hydraulics. But it's like it's nice. It's souped. Yeah. It's souped up for an Accord. Oh, um, I really like porn. That's also like one of my hobbies and people are always like, what? You like porn? And I'm like, yeah, well, I like porn. You know, I've got a really right. open mind. Yeah. Like what, what kind of porn? Like I like I, all different kinds of porn. Because when I'm watching porn, I always wonder like, this it, probably isn't for women. Like it feels so male centric. People always say that, but you know what? They're wrong. Because once you put yourself into somebody else's shoes, right? Like Atticus Finch told his daughter Scout. Okay, sure. Um, I think and that what, then you can really relate to all parties. When did you read To Kill a Mockingbird? <laughs> well, <laughs> I okay. First of all, like recently, there was an audio. We went on a trip to Montana, and my parents um, put it on audio tape, which I think is actually just as what do you valuable mean they as put it on audio tape. They recorded their own voices speaking to Kill a Mockingbird. I don't know. They just had like a recording of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you mean they bought an audio book? I'm sorry. I excuse me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Can I take your orders? Yeah, we're really, really hungry. I'm gonna have. Would you like anything to drink first? Uh, I'm gonna have a a, a, a a vodka gimlet on the rocks. Do you want anything? Would you like anything? Um, I will do a cherry, cherry, cherry tequila bomb. Um, I don't know what that is exactly. The is cherry, it, cherry, cherry tequila bomb. Is that like a grenadine and like My, tequila, and with with uh, yeah, some cherries? Yeah, basically. Okay, no yeah. problem. Oh my uh, god. Would you like anything? This is the to, worst. Would you like anything to eat or start or an appetizer? I'm gonna or have the broccoli poppers. Broccoli poppers for you and for you. I'll have the clams, all the unopened ones. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Wait, when you use all the unopened ones, are you, is that a joke? Or is it... uh, no, I like to really open them up with my mouth. <laughs> wow. All right. It's a challenge. I like to challenge myself in all ways. Are you, have you been in love before? I feel like you've been in love. I've been thinking about this yeah. a lot lately. I've been listening to all these love That's lo- such an interesting love, question. Love podcasts. Yeah. That's a really interesting question. Yeah. yeah, I've been in love before, but I've had to break up with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Because you feel like you're not with the right person. Yeah, and also, you know, they're so much in love with me. And I have to be like, back off, you know? Because... um. It just never was quite right. Wow. You know I feel like I mean? I've been that person. Which in, part? Uh, well, I've been the other person <laughs> where I'm like, I'm so in love with you. And then they're like, back I off. I hope this is not where this is going tonight. Because then I'm going to have to break up with you in like a half an hour. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, I, I didn't. No, you- no. And then sometimes I'm the cool person too. But like, like recently I dated someone for, yeah, I met on Tinder also. And it was, you know, she, she, she broke up with me. Was she I mean, mean? I hate mean people. <laughs> well, she just wasn't returning my texts, and it was just... Oh, that's so rude. I know. Promise me that if you get my text ever, like any time of day, that you'll return it. <laughs> Promise me. <laughs> Promise me. When I'm lonely, if I text you, will you write me back? Are you going to watch me open clumps with my mouth? Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. 
okay, I might chip a tooth. Okay. Then will you like also respond to my texts? I'll respond to your texts for the rest of my life if you respond to my texts for the rest of your life. I feel so confused. Why do you like me? (laughs) I just think... I mean, you're beautiful and... No, I'm not. No, you're like so beautiful and not like in that Los Angeles way where like everyone's beautiful. Everyone's a fake here. Yeah, and like you're... But you're like really beautiful like on the inside and out. Really? Yeah, like you're more... Like I feel like you're more beautiful on the inside than you are on the outside and you're beautiful on the outside. No way. No one's ever said that to me before. We should just get a check. Can I we get really excuse me? Vulnerable. Yes, can I help you? Can we get a check? I I feel bad. We're just gonna take the drinks to go. We're gonna take them you to go. You can't take the drinks to go, but I can um but you haven't received any of your food or drinks. I know. So you can, you know you can, what? If you want to leave, we're you can gonna go go right make now. love. We're just cut the poppers. Can I just give you like ten dollars? Sure. And just like just like X the check and say that we walked out. Yes, on it. yes. I feel like you're the first you so person much to actually like broke through my hard shell. <laughs> you are the first Thank person you. who did it. Thank you. It's so weird. Do you want to go back to my parents' place? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I want to check that like, out. What is it? Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's in the Palisades. Do we have to be like super quiet? Is there like a back entrance or anything? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh my God, my friends are going to love you. (laughs) Scene, I'm calling Scene. I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) By the way, if you don't call Scene, you can go on all night. She will never call Scene. It's so (laughs) sad when they, they they agree to text each other back forever on their first day. By the way, but there are people that are that lonely. That need that, right? Are no, lonely, though? Aren't we all like, fundamentally lonely? Yes. Do you think that's ever happened on a date where two people are like, we are so lonely, can we just be together? In a Tarantino film, yes. That's true. Yeah. yeah you're right. Isn't that uh, true like romance? That's, that's yes, true romance. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. but really, though, it would. I don't know what it's like to date anymore, and I don't know. Me I neither. Never... I'm, pre, I'm, I'm post-internet dating. Me too. Or I were pre-internet date, whatever the term is. I never internet dated. When did you um, meet your wife? Ten what years year? ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like so mm-hmm. long ago. Well, there was still, there was married, still internet dating, but not like there were like Match.com. That's right. No, that's no, right. no, no, no apps. But it wasn't ubiquitous. Yes. It wasn't like the way people meet each other, which is what it yeah. is. What I perceive it to be now. Did you date a lot before you met your uh, wife? I didn't date that much. I found it to be off-putting because I would see like my comedy peers like just kind of like approach women at comedy clubs and stuff like in New York City the comic strip I won't name names but like guys who are really like smooth at this kind of Mm -hmm. thing just being like hey blah blah blah. and I did that once ever and it ended so terribly (laughs) which is to say that like I dated this girl and this woman and she (laughs) Like we had like three dates, and it, it, it was like pretty mellow. Uh, didn't get super serious, but like we enjoyed each other's company. But it was very datey and never like super comfortable. And then, uh, and then the third date, she goes, "My mom googled you, and she approves." And I was like, "Oh no! Oh, like this is a disaster!" Like I'm. It's not like I'm well known, but I'm well known enough to be Googled right. for someone to be like to pass a judgment. 
and yeah. to kind of like send the link to their friends and be like, what do you think, mom? <sighs> I know, so painful. And it was, far, yeah, I, I hated dating because I was like, every time I was dating, I was always like, I would, I would think what I wanted was to meet a ton of people and hook up a lot and all that kind of stuff. And then I would hook up with someone and then I'd be like, do you want to have coffee tomorrow? You know what I mean? Like it would be so desperate and like, it's lonely to, to, your, yeah. to use your word. Well, I, and I think that, um, I don't know. I, I just was never, I was never, I was just never great at dating. I was never great at like hooking up randomly, which yeah. I kind of want, I want, I wanted to be, I wanted to be the kind of person that could, you know, sleep with somebody and just be like, uh, call my friends the next morning and just like, oh my God, I totally fucking banged that dude last yeah. night. But that's just somehow not in my it's your, makeup. It's not your DNA, yeah. And I, I very much relate to that. But what about when you achieved success? Like after Sleepwalk With Me and your stand-up specials and, and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, you're Mike Birbiglia. And, you know, it, did, did you, when women on Twitter, like, do you ever get, like, any kind of attention from women? Like, how, do, yeah, how does but, your wife feel about that yeah, now that you're achieving some of that? reach out are always sort of cautionary people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember being, I remember being at, like, a club once, like, many years ago, and this woman came up to me and after a show and was like, and was like, uh, do you want to hang out? Like you know, when he's in town, like, blah, blah hangs out with me. You know, like, and I won't say the person's name, but, like, I was like, I do not want to be the person who's named (laughs) on your roster to the next person. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's something about, like, if people, like, throw themselves at you, it's like, get out of the way. Because they're, like, it's like, it can... But they're doing that to establish their own credibility. It's like, hey, listen. My resume Yeah, but here's my resume right now, so you'd fit right in. Yeah. But that's a a lot of L.A., though, too, don't you? Sure, of course. Everyone is sort of... How do you find that, Sam? You're not chiming in on this. This is me and Anna, like, bearing our souls. Why would I have... There's no way I can chime in on this, because it doesn't apply to me at all. Are you single? I'm not, I'm not single. No, and he's dating the most amazing woman, Amy, who's just the best. And I've known each other. We've known when each other. When does this podcast time. post? No, but they they're in it, and this is like <laughs> that's a that's like is, a joke about. I know, I know. Yeah, okay. But I didn't get it. <laughs> I got it. About I got whether it. they'll be together when. Yes, posts. I got it. Yeah. I got it. I got it. It's so stupid. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. But he's been through a lot. I've I've been able to grill him about his like tinder experiences and his yeah. social went through a divorce oh you, oh you did yeah so i was part of that whole wave of when tinder divorced was tinder. dudes who are on tinder yeah did yeah. you ever tinder before you were divorced no because i'm no. i'm like a, i'm witnessing a, a lot man. of that you wait with with with, with, with your well, i'm uh, just hearing murmurs right. of people being like i was on this dating app and this person who i know who's married is on it have you heard those lately? You, 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 all the time. But here's the thing. You can't get away with it because you're going... To, it's inevitable. You're going to find someone that you know because it all goes through Facebook. You're going to see a mutual yeah. connection somewhere. Ah. And someone's going to call you on it. It's, it's not a good idea because it goes through your Facebook. I know. Bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea all around. But what was your experience on Tinder after your divorce? Oh, this is so fun. It was... Uh, Never really talked about this, but it was it was it was one of those things. We're where saying a lot of things today that we've never talked about. By the way, kid in a, so can- kid in a candy you're store some for a kind while. of like sacrificial lamb, Sam. <laughs> don't act like you're better than us. 
I was having a great time. It was it was amazing because you would. Oh, it was the best. It was the best. You'd go. Okay, so would it be like that date just now with me and Anna's character? Like, would you go and meet a woman at a restaurant? I would. Oh, we'd always meet like, restaurants or bars together. or yeah. But the, it's 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 awkward because you don't really know this person at all. You just you swipe right. You both like each other. You send three or four texts to each other, and all of a sudden you're meeting the next day at a bar for a drink. So are you meeting like way, that night? Sometimes. Often. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah. What and are you doing Sim tonight? is amazing at not actually listening to people. So <laughs> I bet I'm sure you went on tons of dates with atrocious women, just like Kayla and. You just checked out. You were able to like think about your baseball s- statistics. <laughs> I, I I did I did that a lot. But you know what? What I learned early on because you know after my divorce, you know you you want to date a lot, and it was in Tinder was the easiest thing to do. Um, but I what I realized was that I can't go to dinners with everyone anymore. First of all, it's really super expensive. Oh wow! So you can't do that. So I, then I started just you meeting. cut out the dinner. I cut out yeah. the dinner because wow. because you're on Bold these dates with move. women that you're not going to see. That's for, a high self evaluation. I couldn't I couldn't do it because it was super expensive. Because every time you go out to dinner in L. A., it's what 150 bucks a pop every single time. Sure, yeah. So if you're going out two or three times a week, you're talking about 300, 450 dollars a week. Right. You know, times a month that you're looking at 1,800 dollars a month. 1,800 dollars is like a lease on a Bentley. You know, I'm not just saying that I would rather have a Bentley than date, but the point I'm trying to make is that it's still very, very expensive. So I switched to drinks. Drinks. Not only because of the uh, the cost <laughs> expenditure, but because but because okay. the time expenditure. You're spending a lot of time with someone who you're probably not going to see again because most dates don't work out. So what was so your, if you have what was your conversion dates, rate on the dates? Oh like, my god, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> okay, that's what you mean like, by that. like how much did you get laid? How much did you get laid based on how much you were like tindering? investing? Yeah, would you? Okay, let's let's been... just let's just say that I would have been better off spending that money on a really high class hooker. And did you do that as well? No. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. No. Most of the money was money you'll never, ever, ever see again. So the conversion so, was not very good. So what would happen on the dates? You would go for drinks, and then after like an hour or so, you'd be like, this isn't going where anywhere, and you'd be like, I got to run? No, I wouldn't really do that. You, you, you would wait out. You would wait out the date. You, you're not going to be. I'm not going to be a dick though? about it. It's, 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 at times, it can be tedious. The worst is when, because... I'm going to be nice to whomever I'm with. So the worst is when she thinks that you have a connection, and I definitely don't, but like I'm going to be nice anyway. Is that what you mean? I don't know what you mean. Connection to what? Drugs? <laughs> oh, you have a connection between you. Okay. There's a love connection, as Chuck Woolery would say. Okay. Oh, Chuck Woolery. Uh, I, but I, and then, you know, they would text you and say, so you I, I had a great time a tonight. I always felt I it was it was the whole thing about how do I how do you tell someone that you don't want to see them again if they think they had a really great time. I always had trouble with that. First of all, I'm not saying that every single date there were a bunch of girls that I wanted to see again that didn't want to see me as well, but I'm talking about just no, from my standpoint. The vast hey, majority, Sam. I agree. <laughs> the vast majority. I'm not painting myself as this player. The no, you see you I'm catch. not. I'm not. You're, you're I'm not. a catch. I'm looking at you going, you're a catch. Oh, you're so sweet, Mike. Yeah. Oh, you're a great looking guy. You're, so, you're awesome. a great talker. You're basically this thing in Los Angeles that doesn't exist, <laughs> which is like, I always say to my, my female friends in Los Angeles and New York, if you're looking for love, move. Like, go somewhere <laughs> else. Because all 
it's New York and LA. It's just filled with these megalomaniac say, dudes. Can't be much better who, in New York. No, it's not. And it's just like these dudes who are looking to like hook up a lot and never settle down and like pursue their ego to you know it's it's end whatever that is. Yeah. And you will be a casualty of that. I don't know. I that's my. But I feel like if I met you, I would be like, <laughs> oh, the antidote. Right, I love you'd this meet guy. Sim and I you'd love go, this guy so much. You, you, you go, he's amazing. This guy is perfect. I, this is oh. meeting all these slick guys, yeah. and they're jerks, and they just want to hook up with me. And this guy seems like he's nice. I'm going to cut this smart. sound clip and play this over and over again, over and over again, every single day of my life, just so I can motivate myself to masturbate. I understand, <laughs> but but so <laughs> did you? Sorry to cut you off, but. Um, did you meet your girlfriend, Amy? I met her on a Tinder-like app called Hinge, oh, which okay. is not quite like Tinder. It just it goes. Hinge is like a sexual uh, web dating website. Sexual where fetish you, website. You, yeah. ha- you have yeah. intercourse and then you hang off of them <laughs> and rock like a hinge while you have sex. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what I, we did on our first date. That's like that's a prerequisite. You have you to go. Do you want to do yeah. the hinge? Right. Do you want to do the hinge? And then say yes or no. That's how you swipe. If you want to do the hinge, you swipe yes, and then and then you both do the hinge together. (laughs) Oh, we're doing the hinge. (laughs) Oh, it worked. I gotta call my mom. She approves. I'm imagining you guys on a ropes course. Yes, exactly. The Camper Kyla. We can talk about that later. But no, but Sim met his most amazing girlfriend. Yeah, Amy. Yeah, no, she's she's amazing. She's incredible. She must have been psyched when she met you. She's really awesome. She was so psyched. (laughs) That was way too sincere. (laughs) No, but it's no, but it's true. So psyched. She she's awesome, and I've known Sim for a really long time, and I'm just really happy that he's found a great relationship. It's been uh, close to a year. Oh yeah, not yeah. bad. Oh, you mean our friendship or? Oh, our friendship. Did you know 16 her years. before that? No. No. Oh, okay. No. no. You've no. known no. each other sixteen. Yeah. Years? One of yeah. our one of my one of our first. Yeah. She I was love one of my first that you're impressed by that. Yeah, because wow. it's true in this. Town, I love it that you care. First of all. Yeah. That's a long time. We have so it much to talk to you about, and I feel like a friendship. So what did you meet on? Did you meet on work at work? No. Nope. No, we met we through met mutual friends. Yep. At a bar. Was it a date? Nope. No, no. She was she was dating somebody at the t- uh, some guy at the time, and always... she ended up marrying him. We went. Yep. I we, then oh. she got divorced, and and, and we just yeah. stayed friends. We stayed friends, right? For better or for worse. Can I? That's add? how it works. So you can cut this out. Who are you divorced to? Me? Yeah. Um, I'm divorced to. <laughs> Why do you? you, you, you is it so no, like? I'm just so. Um, disbelief I'm so system or whatever. I think Leave me. I think, I think it's. I think. It, yeah, it's surprising that you're. That's it's surprising sweet. to me that you are divorced, but that's not a judgment on people who are divorced. Well, I'm just surprised. no, but I, but you're saying that as a compliment. Yeah, like why would someone? Right, I'm. That, well, that's, that's really that's, nice. No, I, I mean, um, I, I, I think, you know, I really wanted to. I love the security of relationships in general. Yeah, sure. So therefore, I've always tried to make a bad thing work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Right. That's and what Sleepwalk is a lot about. It's yeah. just like trying to make it work yeah. when it's not working. Yeah. And, um, and I really wanted to check it off the list while I sort of grew my career. And I thought, you know, I, I just wanted – and I'm not good at dating. I'm not good at – I don't know. So, um, so I got married pretty young um, to an actor in LA, and it wasn't. It took me forever. Took us forever to realize that it wasn't working. And then um, I met Chris, and we fell in love. And so, uh, yeah, it, that's that. That, but I've really only been with two people in LA from like 1999 to wow. now. And, and I've never met Chris, but he's seen everyone I know who's who knows him. Says he's like the nicest, most like he is, like yeah. like great person. Oh, I'm so glad to hear you say that. I yeah, hear that a lot. Really, he really I'm is so just he, the best. He's a really good guy. I'm really lucky. Every everything you heard is completely true, and yeah. people ask me that too. But yeah, he's he is the most amazing. That said, I've heard that about Tom Cruise. So it's <laughs> you just don't know. You ju- the point is, you just don't know. And I know I've said this before <laughs> on the podcast, but. I asked him once, um, Chris, if it ever bothered him if I was that I had been married before, and um, he said, "Baby, you were just chilling on ice." Oh, I know. That, that's enough that, to make your heart melt. I know that. That's <laughs> right. It's very, yeah. very, very sweet. Because I don't know. Maybe with some men, it would bother them. I don't know. I sometimes but, say to my wife, like, I don't. Like, I'm not. Just in case you're wondering, like, divorce is not like even entering the list of options in my brain ever because my <laughs> yeah. parents have been married for 50 years unhappily and so i just perceive that as <laughs> as the norm so like i will stay unhappy here even if i'm unhappy so you're gonna have to call it or no one's gonna call it <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't she's my my wife's parents are divorced and so i think sometimes she thinks that might be what is an option, but I'm, I'm like, literally like, it's all I know is, is married Catholic parents married for a zillion years and always angry at each other. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> You're a good man. Hey, do you, what, what's your parents deal? They're still married. Still married. How yeah. long? Um, it'll be 50 years coming up here pretty soon. Wow. And, uh, and they are, they're amazing. They're, you know, yeah, they bicker, but, but they're amazing. They, they still also giggle. At, they go like traveling. They're going to Egypt soon, oh. and they're like they 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 really get a kick out of each other, especially if they've had a little wine. Um, but are they they're not in California, are they? No, they're up in Seattle. Seattle. That's where I'm going this week. You are? Yeah. What are you I, doing there? I'm showing the movie. Awesome. I'm, I'm premier- what theater? I'm doing a Q and A at in Portland. I'm doing Cinema Twenty One in Seattle. I'm doing the Uptown. Which you know what that day? One? No. Um, on Friday night. Yeah, mm. I can get them tickets if they want to go. I bet they would love to. Yeah, that would be great. They would really love the movie, They would by the love way. that. They would love, they would love the, the movie. movie. Really? It's great. I've had a lot of old, like, older folks like it lately, which is really fun. Like, I had this guy stand up at a Q&A in New York City, and he goes, 
I'm the oldest person in this room, and I wanted to hate it, but I loved it. And I was like, what's your question? He's like, I don't have a question. <laughs> but yeah, I'll get your parents' tickets for, the, oh, for this I, I, Friday yeah. night. I'm yeah. going this week to Denver, Portland, Seattle. I'm like carrying the movie like town to town that's like part of my deal i'm going to 30 cities by the way can i just say i want to cities and you're here with us thank you i want to i want to i want to point something out to our listeners so dear listeners if you're listening right now the movie not only is it great we've talked about that but it also broke records for the best per screen average in the entire movie industry last week yeah, for the year or whatever. For the year. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's, it's, and that's insane. You're, we're talking about beating out the biggest movies around well, per of, screen. Yeah, I listen. I know, I, I know. I listen. Listen, I'm, I'm, making, I'm trying to make it sound. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate but it. But it's, it's a huge, out of every single indie movie that, that gets released, you know, in New York and LA, like a platform release, and you expand from there. Yeah. You're basically, that. basically what that means, everyone, is that every single screening that they've had has sold out. Yes, that's what it means. It's something like that. Yeah, Thanks, it's incredible. Sam. It's incredible. Thank you, and you Sam. deserve it. So if if anyone's listening to this, I want to plug Sam as well. <laughs> if you're on Tinder <laughs> and you see a guy who's sort of like tall, dark, handsome, <laughs> seems like nicer than anyone else on Tinder, you swipe left, <laughs> low, right. right, right, right on that. Thank you. Swipe right on that. Just know that he has a serious girlfriend and probably won't work out. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. Are you ready for next improv? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yes. Okay. Now, uh, you have been called into a general meeting okay. with Karen Sarducci. The head of Imaginarium Studios. Yeah. She runs Imagine Studios? Imaginarium, Imaginarium. Studios. Okay. It's a fake, fake studio. We work, we, we work with uh, Keegan-Michael Key, by the way. Do you know him? Yeah. We work with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys work with him? Yeah. My assistant, Donathan, has to fill you in. Oh, sorry, you Don- didn't come in educated. Oh, hi, oh. I'm I'm Donovan. By oh, the way, hi, Donovan. Um, I'm so, Mike. are you here? I'm... So, you're here to meet with Karen. Karen, Karen's really excited to meet you. Yeah, I've, um, I've heard so much about her before. You, well, she's a huge, you know, you know, she... Hollywood Reporter number seven most powerful in all of entertainment. Oh my gosh, I got to read up on this stuff. Um, but you know, she loves your movie. Okay, she loves both of your movies. Oh, that's great. She loves them. Um, so she's ready to meet with you right now. And um, can I get you something to drink before you walk in? Oh, just water would be great. All right, here you go. Here's some water for Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, Karen, Mike Birbiglia is here to see you. Hi. Hi, Karen. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm uh, good. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm Karen. Oh, Karen I, Sarducci. Thanks, thanks for having me, Karen. I, like, I love so many of these movies that are on your wall. Thank you. We're very, very, very proud. Yeah. So you're Italian. Well, yes, yes. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, American Italian. I'm Mm. You know, but uh, yeah, suburban Italian. Olive, I'm Italian. Olive Garden Italian. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm authentic Italian. Oh, you're from Italy. You're born in Italy? Sarducci. Sarducci, Italy. Well, our family is from a combination of Sardinia and uh, Puglia. Oh wow! So, yes. Anyway, but I know that you're Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't feel feel like it informs my work really because it's not like an Italian. <laughs> Family, really? Uh, I mean, my my mom's Irish, so she barely cooks. But I see, I see. Well, um, uh, congratulations on your recent success. Thank you very much, Karen. Thanks. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. I did see it. Also, my children, Milo and Fentimilia, also saw it. Oh wow! Yeah. What was your fa- like? What did did you relate to it? Because, you, like, I was. I related to the dream. 
Okay. The dream of success. Yeah, yeah. Because that's something that um, when I was young, I always wanted the dream. Yeah. And now I've achieved it. So I related to that. Huh. Yeah. So do you feel like, are you, what, like, what do you want to do next now that you've achieved Donovan? Yes. He's asking me a lot of questions. Um, Would you mind if she asks the questions? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm. No, don't worry. Don't worry. I don't want you to feel intimidated or anything. Sure, sure. Um, but we were all just recently on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in Reykjavik. Oh, wow. Iceland. Yes. You know your geography. I'd like, I'd like to go to Iceland. My wife and I always talk Re- about Re- that. Reykjavik. Donovan, shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, so anyway, it was wonderful. But Milo was telling me what a fan of um, he is of yours. So is Ventimiglia. Um, oh, your children. Yes. Okay. They have their fingers on the pulse of Hollywood. Okay. And um, anyway, so we wanted to pitch a few ideas. On the way home, uh, I was getting restless in my, uh, in my first class bed. Uh, oh, God. Well, the, pla- the private plane wasn't working because fucking Donovan. I asked, I asked for the, the, Donovan the G5. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry you got a challenger. Um, but anyway, so Milo was telling me... Uh, he was pitching me a few movie titles okay. that I wanted to throw past you. As when you're pitching, like just the the title, but not the movie itself. Yes, that's right. Well, okay. we'd like you to come up with the the, the concept. Plot. Okay, sure. If that's yeah. okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, sleep walk with me too. Time to wake up. Well, I've you know I've always toyed with the idea of the sequel, but it's what's tricky about it is that it's. Um, in some ways, there, there's there's nothing that comes after like the breakup of two people. Like the protagonists are, are you know, Matt and and uh, and Abby, and and once they break up, you'd you'd almost have to follow one of them over the other. And my character just kind of becomes a comedian, and he kind of finds his voice. And I, I don't know if that that has enough conflict mm. in it to be a film. I wish you would think a little bit bigger. I mean, time to wake up. What if there was a bomb? Like a Ticking time I just feel like bomb. that's sort of a different genre. Like I feel like what people would be coming for would be comedy, and I don't. Know. We want to make this movie for like eighty million dollars. We can make it work. I mean, it's just like it's it's just I I don't see it yet, but sure. I want like I'd be, terrorism. I'll keep that around on my own. I'm thinking, um, you know, a threat to society. Time to wake up. You know, as a general wake up call sort to of like society. A, sort of like a Jason Bourne version of Sleepwalk with yeah. Me. All right, so now we're getting on to number two. Jason's Warn. Jason's Warn. Is it a Jason Bourne sequel? Yes. So sort of But he's worn out. So sort of like a tired Matt Damon? Sort of like an exhausted Matt Damon. Like we could shoot it all in the mornings. We could shoot like three AM to noon kind mm-hmm. of thing and he could seem tired in every scene and He's addicted to Ambien. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's something there. Okay. Do you have any more thoughts? I mean, I think you'd you'd want to give that to to someone like Joss Whedon or, 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 you know. So you're not the man for the job. I don't know. I just don't know if that's my genre. Do you want to work with Imaginarium Studios? Look, I I really enjoy the films that you guys have made. I thought King Kong Nine was good. It was it was good. It was excellent. Yeah, I mean it. It's, I don't know if they're the movies that I want to make, but I, mm. I really like we you have guys. A cu- we have a couple more. Okay. I think, I, we have, I think we have one more. Donovan? 
I'm sorry. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm sorry. I, I like him though. So I know I, you do. Donovan, I think I, I've, I've, have I met you on Tinder? Maybe. Are you on Tinder? Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. I don't want to get into Donovan's personal life. Um, this last one is something that I need you to keep top you, secret. I'm sorry, because you seem like really nice. Like you're nicer than like your typical Hollywood dudes. I don't like to talk about Tinder. Okay. Sorry. What's going on? Nothing. What am I not picking up on? We may have. Well, we had, we, we met briefly. We went for drinks. Donovan? Well, he's married. I didn't want to say anything. I'm experimenting with... I don't want to know anything. Okay. Okay. I don't want to know anything. You keep your life private. You keep your life private. Right. (laughs) All right. Titanic 3. The wood raft. Let me on. Now, listen. I'm going to be... um, the character that Kate wins that plays Rose. Okay, so now we're going to do a little experimental dialogue. Okay. Um, if you wouldn't mind being Jack, attempting to get onto the raft, Wait. and that way we can sort of brainstorm where it goes from so there. So the piece Titanic, of wood, the piece but of Titanic wood. Titanic three. It, does it jump over two? Like well, no, there's no two. The Titanic two. We've already released that. It was Titanic two. Let's get high. Keegan Michael Key was. Oh, that's right. That's right. So Titanic three. You know Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, yeah. Keegan Michael Key is a close friend. Right. You guys did a movie together. We did. Don't think twice. Yeah. So right. okay. So you're Rose and I'm, I'm Rose. Jack, and there's a final piece of wood that we're on. I'm on my piece of wood. Kind of like Life of Pi. And you want to get on. We're in the middle of okay. the, you know, okay, the ocean. Arctic Ocean, yeah, like Northern Atlantic, okay, pre-global warming, okay, so things are really cold. Rose, Rose, oh, hi Jack, Rose, hi Jack. Listen, I don't, I just don't know if there's enough room. Rose. There's not enough room. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, I'm, oh my I'm, gosh, you're getting a little water on me. Please stop. I'm, please, please I'm, stop. I'm, oh. I'm nearly dead. No, listen, but thank you so much. Can you please I'm, get your fingers just scoot them over oh, just a little bit closer finger, to the edge? My fingers falling off. I know, roads. I know, I know this is hard. I'm so cold. I know, I know. I'm, is there any way you could sort of paddle me I'm, over to the boats? I'm going to try. Is there any way? Oh my God. Will you please fucking grow some nuts? Jack, this fucking sucks for me. Do you have any idea what this is doing to me? I am cold. This is not pleasant. Paddle me over to one of those fucking lifeboats now. Now. Kick harder. If you kicked harder, your blood would warm up. Now fucking kick harder. Do you know people swam the English Channel? Do you know that? Who? Who? Oh my God. Do you love me or do you love me not? I love you. Yeah. I love you. I'm so cold. fucking kick. I'm cold too. I'm really cold too. I'm in a fucking corset. All right? Now fucking kick, dick. Kick, kick, kick. And scene. That was a scene within a scene within a scene. Kick, dick. Kick, dick. 
With a great callback to Sim's dating life. <laughs> I know. I love that. I wasn't expecting to be part of that. That was great. I want to send a shout out to Amy, who I've not met. Uh, Just say, like, you won. You won Tinder. <laughs> I, by the way, I'm so flattered right now. You are my favorite guest of all time. When are you going to propose? Right now, I'd love to propose to you. What's happening? I don't know, this but I really do love. Getting away from me. I, do, I really do I love no Hyper Biglia. I love this guy so much. Um, <laughs> me what do you, too. Do you want to take a five minute break, and then we'll we'll call some of our listeners. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, sounds, sounds good. Awesome. Let's do it. She's a-